Welcome to the next 8-4 Play podcast, your first, only, best, last, greatest um, grandfathers, grandmothers, <laughs> and hopefully grandsons. Eternally yours. Podcast about <laughs> Japan games and Japanese games. I'm your host, Mark Gaming Jesus McDonald. Not with me this week. We are a man down. Is uh, John Fun in the Sun? I didn't really come up with a nickname for him. <laughs> Riccardi. He's hanging out at the Jersey Shore. Yeah, he's <laughs> a, a, like a beach somewhere. Yeah, um, yeah with his in guidos. his pool. In his real pool. They did have a pool, although mm-hmm. uh, from his picture he tweeted it looked like an above ground pool oh uh, yeah that yeah, yeah yeah i love the collective uh, after i said <laughs> you know, i used to have an above ground pool it's not a real pool uh, you know what though i had a neighbor on one side that had above ground neighbor on the other side that had the the real yeah below ground pool i would have taken either one of them sure like, granted yeah. if enough. i had my choice i'm mm-hmm. doing the below ground but for real what about ben judd's pool oh great point yeah fatty <laughs> in his pool wearing his t-shirt i know that's the sure sign but uh-huh. so anyway making up for john this week hopefully yeah never replace him but unreplaceable yes um but filling in hmm. if you will are the rest of the actually now again eight foursome yep mm-hmm. um uh, directly across from me, that's uh, Hiroko Peruku Minamoto. You know, the same day uh, that that happened, I uh-huh. saw yet another couple okay. out in Shinjuku. First of all, we're not couple. Okay, <laughs> a couple of people. <laughs> Quickly explain what a what pair look. Means. Basically, I guess I don't know what you guys called it in your regions, but we call them Twinkies. People who wear oh, the same Twinkies. clothes. Interesting. That's hmm. that's racist, actually. Is Twinkies, it? yeah. Is it? You don't know about that? I have no idea. Twinkies also... A, a, well, I'm not going to teach kids to hate words. That's terrible. But <laughs> So, um, yeah. Pair look is when you, you know, you wear matching clothes right. or like, I'm with her and I'm with him yeah. t-shirts <laughs> that have little Theme, Themed clothes. Right. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so, Hiroko, you yes. want to explain yourself, defend I yourself? don't really want to, but I guess I should. We'll do it but for you if you'd like. No. You, <laughs> okay. you wouldn't want yeah, that. I think you don't I want the my story. Look type. You're like very fashionable. I am, fashionable, not. I am not the paralook type. Right. I hate paralook. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so the other day, um, I got a new pair of pants. Now it was pick, trying to pick a shirt to to wear with that pants. Well, there's like a story behind. There it. is. Okay. There is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and so I picked out this T-shirt that I haven't been wearing for like two years. It's a T-shirt from a Radiohead um, concert. It's from their No Rain, No Rainbows. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say No Rain. Is this No Black Rainbows? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, there's a few people out there. Uh, um, our friends that has the same t-shirt. Mm-hmm. You might have seen it's like black. There's like letters, right. things mm-hmm. everywhere. Rainbow colored letters yeah. on it. Yeah. So I picked that t-shirt and wore it, to, wore it to work. And then John... It's a cool t-shirt. It's a cool t-shirt. Yeah. I like yeah. that t-shirt. And so I haven't been wearing it for like two years, but I just randomly picked that t-shirt and <laughs> <laughs> came into the office. Yeah. And then like 
what, an hour later, John walks into the office with yeah. the exact same T-shirt. <laughs> and John, to be fair, John, and he said it, it is true, mm-hmm. has also not worn that T-shirt mm-hmm. in for a months. long... Yeah. yeah, for months. So a crazy coincidence. But we talked about bringing it back to games. There's not Uniqlo here, which is a chain of... Right. What would you equate it to in America? Old, it's like a, uh, a old much Navy? better Old, old Navy. Navy. Kind of like yeah. a cool, Something like, that. like yeah. an Old Navy with a little bit of a cool cachet. America yeah. has Uniqlo now, right? Yeah, they do have Uniqlo in New mm. York and California. But mm-hmm. so they had a line of, um, they've had lines of Monster Hunter game right. themed T-shirts yes. and Monster Hunter T-shirts. John goes to Uniqlo usually like the day these things go on sale. <laughs> well, we we uh, we we as in me, John, and Jen uh, turn Alex, our old intern, went for the Monster Hunter for the Monster Hunter, right? One, yeah. But so in that one, it's specifically yes. We're spending way too much time talking about this, but basically, it's very dangerous to wear any kind of game T-shirt that you might own that was mass-produced here in Japan, including King of Games, which makes right. some great right. T-shirts. If you don't know, you know, them, I Google think them. I think uh-huh. John is a secret T-shirt thief. How do you like, think? if you see, if you go shopping with him and you see a shirt you like, you like, right? He kind of secretly buys it too, and then starts wearing it, and then you can't wear it anymore. What do you mean he secretly buys it? <laughs> like, he doesn't I, like buy without it in front without of you? saying anything, just kind of like buying it, just like a yoink but sort of. Do and you like, say, and, do you, and like do I was you like, say hey, that you like it. I was like, yeah, I said I would like. There was this one shirt, this one Monster but, Hunter shirt that he also owns. He got a different <laughs> color. But like I was like I'm getting this one. At least he got a different color. But still, yeah. if we were to wear them on the same day, right. it would still be you wouldn't a pair be happy. Yeah. No, I would. And I think he does it and then starts wearing it and and just kind of like forces you into not wearing it without saying anything. He's a secret. And you think this is intentional? I think it is. <laughs> I think so it's his master plan. I don't know. That very um, <laughs> upset victim uh, to my right would be <laughs> JJ Hamgasm Epperson. I did. I, you did. You really Today did. I had a hamgasm. Why would you? Why would one have a ham? It wasn't even like a <laughs> amazing honey baked right. ham or anything like that. It was. It was basically ham cold cuts. Yeah, like in Japan, sliced deli meats pretty much don't exist. It's true. And mm. if they do, it's like it's not the same thing. It's not the same. No. It, it, case in point. Japanese ham, I mean, how would you describe you? Because Japanese ham is one of the few things you can buy right. in your it's, average it's Japanese. Like, it's like bologna you would put on a bologna sandwich almost. Does it taste like bologna? Yeah, it doesn't it taste like, like bologna, bologna, but it's yeah. like it's like the same kind of texture and shape. It's like, you know, circular. The shape is the same, but the texture is very different. Mm. It's just, it's, it's not like your normal cured ham right. so mm-hmm. we found some i found some and brought yeah. some in and we were all enjoying it because it is like an amazing treat yeah, you kind right. of forget <laughs> like i don't even think about ham when yeah. i'm in america in fact i do not i pass over the ham right almost any time there's a buffet or mm-hmm. a choice of christmas there's turkey and ham i don't even look at the ham really right. yeah because i'm not gonna it's so ordinary well it's, yeah, i'm not gonna waste stomach room like holiday stomach room on ham uh, you know i see yeah but whenever i go to america when i ever whenever i go to a supermarket in america i would mm. buy ham oh really yeah i miss you know what i miss is carl buddick turkey uh, dude, turkey. A sliced turkey, turkey. Cold cuts. Oh. would be so awesome. Mm. All right. Well, we could spend the rest of the podcast. <laughs> like, it's, talking there about are food. things that you, there are things when you live in foreign countries you missed, and that's like ham, mm-hmm. like your iPhone, my iPhone <laughs> that, <you> dropped, <laughs> uh, that I dropped right now, uh, ranch dressing, 
You know what? I Ranch dressing was one of those things when I came to Japan the first time in the 90s. I was like, this is how I'm going to make my millions. I'm going to bring <laughs> ranch dressing to Japan. Because right. I don't know. There was like a weird ranch dressing renaissance in America in the early 90s. Yeah. When it, it became okay to ask at a restaurant, hey, can I get some ranch dressing? Not for a salad. Right. right. Oh, everything. really? Where it was like, I'm, I got French fries. I'm just going to ask for some ranch dressing. And they're mm-hmm. not going to look at me like I'm weird. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. Whenever I go back to America, I bear. I buy a ranch dressing, and when I bring it back to Japan, I pretty much take it with me everywhere. Yeah, because if there's French fries, they need to be dipped in ranch dressing. And I mm. uh, tried tried it. Had a lot of Japanese friends try it. And all of them, to a person, liked it. So yeah. right. my my wife doesn't, but she's weird. Really? Yeah. Reese's Ruined peanut butter cup are the same too. That Reese's would be, peanut butter cup. That would be a huge. Well, see, my wife. Right. My wife also thinks those are disgusting. Uh, your wife? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. I hope this doesn't wasn't transferred to Pepperson. Uh, well, Pepperson. he'll he'll be he'll be raised right. All right, that's Pepper. what I like to hear. Pepperson, Pepperson. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're we're treading into like serious bombcast territory here. <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, we just need to start talking about yeah, yeah. drinks and and whatnot. But um, <laughs> finally, rounding out the cast, um, he's back. Brendan, Kamike, Pritchard. <laughs> um, yeah. You were almost going to be Kamikaze. Why not? For comic for comics, <laughs> get it? Uh, That's a head. Uh, but anyway, oh, I would have gone with that. I you should have. Yeah, you should not. <laughs> should have gone for it. No, um, I accepted it. It's okay, Mark. The big show. Well, what is it? Biannual or uh, biannual? Yeah, it's this a, weekend. It's a big, big, big convention. The biggest in the world of amateur comic artists. Right. Not, Right. Uh, some of them work professionally too. I have a, I have a few friends. Eighty percent porn. Eighty percent porn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it's comic K for comic market. market. It's yeah. comic market squashed together in the Japanese way of squashing things yeah. for the front and the back. So, and what you basically, it, it's a big convention center full of what do you say, like fifty thousand people. Fifty thousand people. Yeah, wow. a lot of them are there. That you just you rent. <laughs> it's really cheap to just rent a booth. Mm-hmm. basically yeah pretty cheap but yeah. you have to the, the one thing is you have to be selected by lottery right oh and so and the problem is a lot of people will have already started making their submissions long before the lottery is even done because mm-hmm. it takes a really long time right. so what right. happens a lot of people end up getting all ready they're all pumped they and print then, their own comics right. basically mm-hmm. they print their own comics and then they fail in the lottery they can't right. go so the only thing they can do is hope that another one of their friends gets in and oh, they can be, right. they can ask their friend, you know, can you sell my stuff uh, along with yours? Out of your booth, right. basically. What, what are the odds like? I wouldn't know what the odds are, but out of looking at the friends who try to go every year, it mm-hmm. seems like you have maybe a 60, 70% chance of getting in. Really? Mm-hmm. So right. a good number don't. I right. see. Slightly better than even. I think you'd have guys outside like selling another backpack yeah, was, or something. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that too. I've never Isn't seen that what they did like in Densha Otoko? Really? I think so. So, <laughs> and it's, isn't it a crazy kind of crush at the beginning because somehow people know ones that they want to buy and there's not very yeah. many of them there's so a, you get a giant out. catalog uh, it's like a phone book basically. like it's basically a phone book i mean you could kill someone with this it's <laughs> huge right and in it are very 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 brief descriptions of all of the circles or their um which is what they're called the clubs the, the clubs right. that are making these things and maps so basically you take your map you fill in which circles have stuff you want you look for your friends Get mm-hmm. them all written down, and then I bl- it opens at eleven a.m. in the morning. But people will start lining up long before that, right? Mm-hmm. And 
if it's something really, really popular that you know lots of people are going to go for, you can more or less assume it'll be gone within the first hour. Wow. And, and popular because the artist, the artist is popular. Drawing is popular. Yeah. Maybe the they art- do a famous real manga, and this is like their side project sort of thing. Or? For example, um, what's his name? Abe Yoshitoshi, who did the Serial Experiments Lane anime. He's mm. a really big presence at mm. at Komike, and so he's a real artist who does real anime and stuff like that. Right. But yeah. he also produces amateur, you know comics he makes himself cool his, his, himself and that's he'll be there and he'll sell things hmm. now they also have games at this event yeah yeah right. so like like homebrew yeah, yeah. stuff homebrew right? pc games mm. uh i mean usually you don't have to go to komike to get that stuff because usually afterward well if you live in tokyo is this the uh, okay well there's stuff. there's some of them are but and, some of them are not yeah and some some of them are like you know games that you would find on a PSN service or something like that. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. but they they usually go on sale in Akihabara and on the web uh, right. soon afterwards. And are these like selling out a Ziploc bag with a photocopy Well, just like thing? like jewel jewel case with a really simple insert. Right. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And oh. PC probably almost exclusively. Uh, pretty much exclusively PC. I've never seen anything that yeah. wasn't PC. I mean, I'm sure it's, it has happened that they tried it with something else, right. but like 99% would be PC. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. All right. Well, um, let's see. So getting into the show, who the big shoe, uh, this bi-week, um, Hi. Or bi-weekly, not bi-weekly. Week, but, um, basically very newsy mm. and newsy for the lack of, uh, we like asked everybody what games they played. JJ, your Hiroko <laughs> is playing Alice. Alice. Oh yeah, you did play. Uh, that's a legit game. Yeah. That's a real game. <laughs> that's a real game. Wait, are you saying my game's not legit? That, that, yes. That, yes, your game is not legit. <laughs> and either is the that's wig. kind of true. The wig. Drop a wig on the bald guy game. That's which a real game. Hiroko also. It's like it's like a, a WarioWare five second game uh-huh. that they turned into a full thing. And it's fun. For like ten seconds. That's I have no. That's uh, totally true. That it's fun. I don't. I don't think that there's too much to talk about though in there terms isn't. of the podcast. But no. Right. Um, and you met um, American McGee, right? Yes, you I did. You were interpreting for him. Uh huh. When- yeah, for a bunch of Japanese media. So I was um, interpreting for him for a full day, and also had lunch with him. So I um, I had time to chat with him. But um, yeah, it was a very interesting. So and I um, got a free copy of the game, so I played nice. the game. And what's he like? What's American McGee like? He's very relaxed, um, very nice, super nice guy. Hmm. Yeah, I heard that you know he could be a little he could be a little edgy, or uh-huh. maybe a few years ago he was a little edgy, but I didn't see that at all. He right. was a super super nice person. Cool. Yeah, I named him named American too. It's yeah, pretty awesome. Uh, I is know. that his real name? name? That's his real yeah. name. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I never knew that. I think he probably had hippie parents or something yeah. like that. But, I was, um, yeah. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did talk about his parents. Too. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah, one of his parents was a hippie parent, but uh, the other wasn't. And oh, that's wow. why he had like a very like interesting um, childhood experience. It but. sounds like a situation. Co- In fact, it was a situation comedy. <laughs> I, 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 Dharma I, and Greg? Yes, I dare oh, not even oh. speak his name when you said it. <laughs> I wasn't even going to. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> God, all right, uh, quickly, we what need to cleanse the, the palate. What did they name the kid on that show? I don't, sh- okay. shut up. <laughs> we, need to stop ta- we need to start talking about video games. <laughs> stop talking about that. All right, JJ, video game news. Give us, give us the theme. Video game news. And picking up where we left off last episode, it was kind of a 
almost mini special about the 3DS price drop. Yeah. Mm. Um, a lot more news came out immediately after that. Um, a lot of stuff Iwata was saying um, to investors. They had another meeting up yeah. in Tokyo. Um, mm. Reggie chimed in later, but um, Wired, actually, Chris Kohler at Wired, did, I thought, an excellent breakdown, um, picking out the important points. And also, he had like a pretty much spot on commentary, I Thanks, think, on, Chris. on every one. Yes, nice work. Now, let us. Uh, requisition it and repurpose it (laughs) this is actually our article (laughs) um so let's see so again these are awada's um remarks to investors this time in um, tokyo this is back end of july july 29th um and these were translated by uh, nintendo and they're posted on the company's investor relation uh Mm. website so uh the first kind of big thing was Wada talking about the eShop and sort of digital game sales. Right, and right. they're kind of admitting that, yes, we need to pump up mm-hmm. that aspect of our business Absolutely. and make it an actual real part of the business. Um, he said, you know, that um, he's not to say we will no longer have packaged games in three years, but he wants to have one more pillar to their business. He has this three-year target and he's saying it's not going to be just 5 or 10% of growth, but actually drastic change. And, um, you know, he wants to increase the number of people that are going to use money digitally. Um, and, these, yeah, these next few years are going to be really important. And uh, Chris's point, um, is, which I didn't even, I must confess, realize, was that, yeah, like, it's screwed up the way that it is right now. Mm. Basically... You know, a purchases are tied to not tied to an account, but to the hardware itself. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But then B, you have to input a credit card number every time you want to add funds, and you can only add funds in increments of five dollars. Yeah, yeah. That's really? for reals. Yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait. I think you can buy like two thousands and uh, stuff like that. Well, you, you mean cards? Separately? Yeah, I think you. No, no, no. On, online, you. I think you can pick a monetary value. We're talking about in the eShop. Well, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I don't. I don't. Well, maybe yeah. Chris probably did his it, homework. That's what I'm, I'm sure. saying. Yeah. Like that mm-hmm. is, it's almost like you, you can't even believe it, right? It's yeah, ridiculous. it's a huge waste wasted opportunity. <laughs> so, and then on um, uh, smartphones, uh, Awada kind of poo pooed the whole <laughs> threat from the smartphone market, saying basically <laughs> that there's no causal correlation that's been confirmed um, between lowering handheld sales and the increase in the smartphone market um yet deny 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 but well yeah so it's you know uh, it's kind of hard to prove some certain causal relationship right right. (laughs) and again just to go back to chris's point is like you know did anybody ever prove with research and numbers that the n64 didn't sell as well because the playstation took off Probably not, but mm. we all kind of know that it happened. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, that's 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 kind of hard to say because there's probably some marketing people back in the, you know, the background that did all that kind of thing. But I think I think it's it's silly to think that there is no effect. Like, even if you say there's been no proven causal right. relationship, mm-hmm. there has to be some effect. I mean, there's How an strong o- that is, is, is debatable. There's an obvious effect because when I want to play a video game, like right. I, I turn on my iPhone for 10 of minutes course. or my iPad. That's, that's the thing. You can, I mean, for us, it's like we don't need to see somebody prove numbers because when I go on an airplane, like I still bring my 
DS, my 3DS, sure. but I don't take it out sometimes now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas before, that thing was like the lifeline. That thing was the one thing that I could not forget on an international right. flight. Right. Now that one thing is the iPhone, and part of the reason is games. Yeah, um, exactly. People are going to hate us. Like, this is the one thing that, like, divides people. Like, some people really think that the iOS market is not affecting, you know, handheld game sales at all. And that people, like, normal gamers don't want iPhones or Android things. But Well, like, there's an argument to be made that people play Angry Birds and they're like, oh, I kind of like these video game right. things. And then, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I'll buy, you know, I'm ready for the next thing, a little more dedicated thing. I, I don't I know. I, I feel I like I feel like most people are probably fulfilled with their experience on the iPhone. Or well, they might see what's on the iPhone and think that all games must just be like this. So I'm happy with what I have. Yeah, and it, I, it's not that they don't dis. It's not like they dislike video games. They just, they're satisfied. They're good. It's, it's a matter of degrees, right? It's not. It's never mm. going to be everybody one way or the other. Right. But right. I do think there is an overlap, and that it is affecting. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's how big that overlap is. Is the, that's the real debate. Yeah. So, and just to to a side note here, um, a Bloomberg article came out today. Speaking of um, Nintendo and and um, smartphones, um, saying that the the title is Mario pressured to jump to iPhone as Nintendo Wii 3DS slump. And it's mm. kind of a, there's some, I have some problems with this article. A, it's saying that it's like, you know, investors say the company should instead develop titles for Apple's iPhone. Investors say, and then it quotes one analyst mm. yeah, in, right. um, you know, a fund manager basically saying that. So it is definitely people are talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, some interesting things that they do quote um, in this article is they say that not not quote but they point out that when um on july 6th they uh, it was announced that the pokemon company said it's developing and they say in the article a game it's kind of not really a game and i don't think they use that language but when they said they were developing something for the iphone mm-hmm. um the the nintendo stock nintendo shares jumped um, for the most in almost four months, mm-hmm. it says, when that happened. And then when Nintendo clarified, saying there was no change in strategy, mm-hmm. uh, the shares went back down. Right. I, I hadn't heard about that. I thought that was um, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of shows how little investors know about the workings of Nintendo, because Pokemon Company is not Nintendo. Right. right. Well, but it kind of is, right? Kind of? Yeah. I mean, but, I mean they are money's autonomous, all, right? Going to the same place in the end i think like they're like a wholly owned subsidiary or secondary Mm. company they don't necessarily control them but i mean they yeah anyway Mm. who knows we Mm. we should stop talking about what the hell we don't know (laughs) um you know then the point of this article is basically that nintendo should quote nintendo should try to either buy its way into this platform aka smartphones or develop something totally new is what this guy is saying. Totally new, mm. meaning like a new phone? <laughs> well, yeah, isn't that what the Wii U is? Or, well, not really, but... Well, it is something new, but yeah. I, I think mm-hmm. I think the implication there is develop something new that challenges this smartphone iPhone, market smart, that yeah. is a phone or whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. so a phone. Yeah. Uh, I don't see Nintendo ever doing that. So. You know, the weird thing is Nintendo had... This is a long time ago, but they had some kind of cellular initiative... Back in the 90s. I should have looked this up before we started talking about this, but um, does anybody remember like what I'm talking television about? Like the television or... 
Nah, I'm going to stop talking about it right now. Okay. We'll, we'll punt and we'll talk about it um, at some other point. But they mm. seem to this kind would, of... This would be something John probably would know. Yeah, yeah you're very right. Yeah. We're missing him right now. It seems <laughs> like something that they were really far ahead of, though, at the time, mm. is my larger point. And then now... I have this vague recollection of this, but I don't remember yeah. the details. Well, we'll look into that. Yeah, but. I don't know. I see, like, it seems like something that they would need to spend a lot of time on. I, maybe they're researching it already, but... Oh, you mean making their own... Making their well, own... Well, this wasn't anything like that. This okay. was just some kind of... I don't even remember what it was um, exactly that they were doing. But, um, it, yeah, it was some kind of... You know, it's it's almost it's almost like they were so ahead of everyone else online in mm-hmm. a way with the Famicom mm. uh, being able to get online and they were banking and all of that stuff. And then now they're oddly behind. Right. Yeah. Um, and I feel like uh, to a certain extent, the Avatar Wii thing, they kind of brought that up and other people are now taking that and running with it. Right. Uh, in a way that um, that they haven't. But I'm, I'm digressing. Let's get back to what the. Uh, to a lot of statements um because there's a couple more things one of them is about the me and the, the me's yeah no they they are seriously dropping the ball on that like that was the reason i had my ds on me for the first month or so your 3ds yeah my right. 3ds and now i don't take it with me because i have no reason to and you yeah, were, why bother yeah you right. had the street pass you were using the street pass to collect yeah. oh yeah puzzle pieces doing the rpg yeah. or whatever yeah that we were talking about that right when it came mm-hmm. out that's why we were all carrying it around right. when you guys were right especially <laughs> and yeah, it, I think it even must have taken Nintendo by surprise. Um, but, you know, Iwata did say that they're developing several software titles to take advantage of the Street Pass Me Plaza sort of functionality. Um, we will not be able to offer you the specific possibilities of the Me stored there this fiscal year, but he says we can say that you will that uh, you will never let your 300 Me stored in your Nintendo 3DS go to waste. Um, they're preparing a number of software titles, and it's going to be launched in this and the next fiscal year. So he's kind of teasing that, okay, yeah, we kind of get it, mm-hmm. and we're going to do more. And you know, as Chris points out, they really did drop the ball there. Yeah. They had kind of a momentum. They had a thing going, and then it just yeah. went nowhere. Right. So um, finally um, is about the cost of games. After the price drop, a lot of people, right, have been like, well, that's great that the hardware of the 3DS yeah. is being sold for cheaper, but what about the games? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Awada says that, um, yeah, he says, you know, I think there is a possibility that it will become even more necessary to discuss the subject of uh, game prices with software publishers because they're the ones that decide the price, third-party right. stuff anyway. Um, so it become more affordable for users to purchase it. Uh, I will say, you know, and then he talks about the the cost of manufacturing and how it's more what publishers have to pay Nintendo is more because the cartridges are bigger, right. not because they've arbitrarily raised the fees. This is why we all just need to go straight download only. Like, seriously. It's like, it is another argument for it that they were talking about. <laughs> yeah. That is another argument for it. But uh, what do you guys think? Will we see uh, cheaper across the board 3DS games in the next, let's say, year, 12 months? From maybe, either first party or maybe from Nintendo, but definitely not from third parties. You don't think so? Maybe, maybe in America, but not in Japan. Really? No, oh, no, no. You no. think if Nintendo drops their prices, the third parties sit there no. and are like, "Well, our, our games are good no. enough to sell it." Nintendo games on the Wii are like for typically like the Wii sports and all that kind of thing are typically forty eight hundred to fifty two hundred yen, right? 
uh, Square Enix games usually, you know, eight. I think what, what the Type Zero or whatever is going to be like eighty two hundred yen, eighty two dollars for a PSP game. That's or a PSP game. That's a little bit. Still though, right. the 3DS no. is on par or a little bit bigger than like third right. parties. Let's talk love. about America. Let's talk about okay. America. Forget, but forget Japan right now. What were Japan podcast? Forty dollar games right now in America. Yeah. A year from now, do you see thirty dollar? 3DS games. I see it. I see it. Well, I think it would partially depend on how effective this price drop of the main system is. Mm -hmm. If they see a dramatic increase in sales, which it looks like they are starting to see, there was definitely a boost. There were reports uh, from uh, people today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We won't go into the details, but it looks like that is happening. And assuming that's a sustained number, Mm -hmm. I think that we'll start seeing um, companies being more willing to drop maybe a little bit to 35 and then from there 30. But what if, I mean, if 3DS doesn't sell hard, if the hardware doesn't move, isn't that even more reason to lower the price of the games? No, I think it's more no. reason to just not it's develop. Give up. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, in, well, Ameri- in America, like there's already like a very thin chance that uh, third parties will support a strictly gaming mobile platform like a 3DS or a Vita just because of what happened last generation. And like, Historically, American third parties don't put any sort of muscle into, you know, portable games. Right. So if the 3DS, you know, still doesn't get any better after this price drop, I don't see anything changing in terms of price. And I think that there will just be no games coming out for it. The, The West has embraced iOS. Whether you want to, you know, believe that or not. Like EA makes tons of games for iOS and they sell great. Um, Konami actually made a lot of money this past, they just announced, and yeah. it was mostly mm-hmm. on sales of, of smartphone and social games. Right. Yeah. It's not surprising. Because they're they didn't, shifting. Yeah, over they're to, definitely shifting. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, um, uh, speaking of, we mentioned the sales numbers, so the, the price drop um, announcement, uh, after the price drop announcement in Japan, at least, um, there were reports that... Um, the new DS sales fell by half, but that used 3DSs are now sell- were selling at double their mm-hmm. rate. Presumably, people wanted to get in yeah, right. before so they could get the games. Right. Um, by Japan, they fell by as much as well anywhere from like fifty bucks to a hundred bucks, right. um, which the actual official drop equivalent here is about. You know, 120 bucks. So right. it's still a little more, but people wanted those extra games. Right. It was a perfect time to get a used system. <laughs> right. And and as people know now, at Walmart, uh, at least there was a, a little period, or is a little period, probably still as you're listening to this. When does that go into effect? But um, would it be so like today? Today, today yeah, you're right. right. You so, know what? I forgot to um, access the eShop, so oh no! I didn't get those games. Did you access it at all, ever? I don't think so. Oh. There's a way you can check on the Nintendo website. Really? Yeah. I gotta do this right I actually made podcast. sure, like, yeah. at 11.59 last night, I connected to the eStore. <laughs> well, as we're, wait, was it last night? It, it was know? last, was it? last oh. night. But really? apparently, apparently, like, they're still doing it because of, uh, like they got Setsuden. so many people that it was I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did it too, and that was the first time connecting to the uh, store, and I was actually I was, I was surprised by the amount of content there on the Japan store. Just yeah. the, the Lots Game of Center movies. CX, which are showing up on Kotaku right now as um, Retro Game Master. Right, a lot of episodes of that. Yep, a lot. Yeah, really? of that. Yeah, a lot um, of the ones that came from the Wii store and uh-huh. then special 3DS specific ones. Right, yeah. and. Uh-huh. 
to be fair, not a lot of games or things that I was interested in playing. Right. But there was a bunch of stuff that I wanted to watch, so... Yeah, I was expecting, like, a wasteland when I first signed in there. I was like, there's gonna be nothing here. And right. I was pleasantly surprised that there was something. Mm. It's still Maybe not, not, it's something still not I great. I really but... wanted to buy, but it was better than I expected. On the topic well, of sales, though, uh, so the price drop actually happened today in Japan, and uh, numerous retailers... Uh, through Twitter have been saying that they're selling completely selling out of DSs, mm-hmm. cool. 3DSs. So it seems like things are picking up. Yeah. Uh, there are pictures... Well, short term, of course. Right. right. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. So, I mean, you know, I right. think there probably were a lot of people out there that just didn't buy it because of the price. Oh, but. of course. I mean, of it was course, the number yeah. one yeah. thing uh-huh. on the service. What were, were there pictures of? Uh, there were pictures of uh, quote-unquote lines before stores were opening this morning, but mm-hmm. there was nobody waiting in them. <laughs> yeah, there was a, in a, in Yorobashi camera in Akihabara. There was a they had a line set up for people who wanted to oh, get, so with like, like a barricade, oh, right, a line right. area, right, an area for it? people to wait. And as of the picture that was taken, there was nobody waiting. But apparently, after that, like ten people showed up. But that doesn't really <laughs> say anything because I see people yeah. lining up to those stores in the morning on regular days. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. The funny the funny thing was though, like uh, the this was on Hachima, the uh-huh. kind of like trolley version of Kotaku japan um <laughs> they had another picture of an xbox 360 line and they were like xbox 360 wins oh yeah because there was actually a line <laughs> there was like the xbox there was like 11 people in right of 10. Yeah. right microsoft uh, you are winning in japan yeah. you never <laughs> thought it would happen right you know with the exchange rate they should re- well anyway yeah mm-hmm. um so um more 3DS stuff. Speaking of the eShop, um, Awada did also mention that they're preparing a system for microtransactions and add-on content for the 3DS and the Wii U. Um, I don't know if to, to be frightened or happy. <laughs> and, and something this calendar year. Well, I mean, you want to have the option of that right. at least. It, right? needs, it needs to be there. I don't feel like many third parties are going to use it just because, right. I don't know, sales of their games are already low. I, but it's true. It's another one of those things that I see and I'm amazed like, oh yeah, that's right. right. Like they didn't have that yeah. and like on on the on the handheld okay yeah that makes a a little more sense i mean but as these handhelds are kind of growing up it's like well yeah you got to have that mm. you want to be able to have people you know charge for add extra levels do the other stuff can all you, the can you do DLC. that with, with psp games now on the PSN store? I honestly don't know. I don't know of don't any... Know. Is there any game that has add-on content games. that you download onto your PSP? I don't think I've ever heard of that. I mean, it's Monster, Hunter, do. Monster Hunter does, but it's not pay stuff. And you do it through Monster Hunter, not through PSN. Right. I yeah. see. Um, but uh, anyway, they did... Um, Wada was quick to point out that um, you know they're going to be careful with it, especially Nintendo, at least internally... Right. To not like you know have people feel like they're getting fleeced, not being you know um, horse armored or you know mm-hmm. all the other different shitty ways that you can you know arbitrary. A lot of the Japanese developers actually do this where you just can pay more to get experience points or gold right. 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 or levels. Mm-hmm. They the said big, that they're not going to do that. The big hmm. thing is costumes. You can get your favorite RPG character dressed up as your favorite anime character, right, Brandon. <laughs> I bought those. I, I admit it. <laughs> so on and so forth. He said, yeah, Iwata said uh, him and, and uh, Miyamoto discussed that they should not use this type of billing system, um, which is charging money for changing parameters or to unlock something mm-hmm. or to allow some large advantage um, in games. Um, and they're worried more about the long-term relationship. Yeah. You know, one thing I just really saddens me about this generation is that codes 
have pretty much disappeared because they're all DLC now. Like, if I want to get, like, the fucking crazy weapon that destroys everything, it used to be, like, a cool secret code, but now I just pay two ninety nine for it. Now it's a code, like, 20-digit code <laughs> right. that comes in the box. Right. You have to peel off and then type in I miss thing. that stuff. Yeah. I, I miss it, too, but I can definitely see why companies would want it sure, this way, sure. and I can't blame them for it honest i mean yeah that, what i'm saying is that it saddens me but i you know money is money i do think yeah you're gonna see fewer games kind of uh over deliver like i think um uh some of the resident evil games resident evil 4 for example like right. you know the whole mercenaries mode in that i think if that game were to come out now and you work to Capcom, and somebody's like, here's what we're going to give everybody that buys the game. But wait a second. You have this whole game that's worth it right there. Right. This is a whole other thing. This should be sold separately. Or like Halo, even, if it were to come out now, you know, are you really going to get a full campaign, full multiplayer, full co-op, freaking record movies, be able to upload movies, create your own stuff in Forge? It's just like... That's what I'm most afraid of. I think the days of, of over-delivering, which is how a game mm. got a 10 mm. in my book a lot of right. times, a, an amazing game, is it just totally blew away your expectations and then kept delivering. I think you're going to see fewer of those games because, rightly so, people are going to be like, well, you gave them enough with this, why not take this other thing that did cost a little bit of money to make exactly. and right. sell it separately? That's right. what I'm most concerned about. Well, that may, that may mean more games come out because smaller development times. It may I'm cool with that. that. It can also mean those smaller, like more fragmented communities where sure. like, I have this, but not the multiplayer component. Or right. you have that. I mean, from a personal standpoint, I kind of wouldn't mind that because I don't really do much multiplayer, and I, you know, I'm I'm happy with playing a game, finishing it, and then just moving on. And and the whole the whole industry is moving towards smaller experiences to begin with. I right. mean, right? We're um. looking at you know Portal Two and stuff like that. Portal Two is not a long game. It's a <sighs> it's a self contained. What? I wish I could finish Portal Two. Finish it. <laughs> I can't. I like I want to. I want to like vomit ten minutes into the game. You're so uh, turning Japanese. I, it's, well, I've always been this way. <laughs> you were always Japanese. I well, could play longer than ten minutes. I <laughs> Yeah. It's like ah. Uh, I try. I even went into the console and tried turning things off, like head bobbing, which apparently doesn't exist anyway. And well, yeah, you posted that on Twitter. I had no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, no, I didn't even realize that the head bobbed really that much. But um, so JJ, let me ask you. Let me ask you a separate question. Sure. Um, you have one television. I do have one in your home. Well, technically, I have two, but the other one's not in use. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. When you say not in use, it's put we're, away. We're, it's we're trying up. to we're trying to throw it away, basically. Is it your old oh, TV? Yeah. Oh. So, are there times when the TV is being taken uh, by your wife and you want to play uh, a game or do? Yeah. 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 I mean, most of the time she lets me play games. Like I, I I'm like, if I can, I play a game. She's like, yeah. There's really never a, a fight about it. But I do ask less because you know i don't want to be a tv hog or something you just know that she's watching a show right. she's like you're mm-hmm. not gonna ask well so something uh so basically i i play games on my ipad because of that ah see okay so that, that's wow that's interesting because <laughs> they're saying that um in this um nintendo meeting a lot also mentioned that one of kind of the selling points of wii u that mm-hmm. has been mentioned but maybe not quite as stressed um, outside of Japan is its use as, okay, somebody else wants to use the TV. Yeah. And so now you have uh, something to play your 
um, your console definitely, games dude. On. If I could switch my iPad out for like Super Mario, dude, the iPad's going out the window. Like, okay, right. so your iPad's going out the window next year when <laughs> I have you come back. Well, no, I'll right, be okay. waiting outside of your, uh, outside of your window <laughs> when you do I'm that. Just gonna sit there with her hands up, <laughs> ready. <laughs> it's a figure of speech, guys. Right. Okay, but but and, and then like with Haruki growing up, you know, he's gonna be wanting to play games Pepper, all the time. Pepper people. That's true, man. <laughs> that is actually a really good point, right? Because. Yeah, once he's like, I don't know, what, five? Yeah. Even before that, he's going to really, yeah, want to, and you're not going to want to share that. Right, exactly. Yeah. So he, mm-hmm. I could be watching TV, and he could be playing a game if he wants to, mm-hmm. after he's done with his homework, of course. Of course. Um, so yeah, people... I don't think they have homework when they're five. People Maybe Chris, not. <laughs> Chris Kohler Chris brings up that, you know, a lot has been made about people playing Monster Hunt on the PSP. Right. At home, um, you know, just because kind of the TV is taken. So um, I thought that was a pretty good point, especially totally definitely in yeah. Japan. Yeah. yeah. I don't know outside of Japan how much an issue it is or not, but... Um, well, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm actually worried about Monster Hunter HD. I didn't have much of a problem with uh, Tri, because, but that was before Haruki was born. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of like, I feel bad for taking up the TV Monster Hunter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because mm-hmm. you have to sink some hours into that. Right. Bad boy. Yep. Um... So, speaking, speaking of what JJ sinks many, many hours into, um, Love Plus yes. <laughs> wouldn't oh, be yeah. an A4 play without some kind of mention of Love Plus. Or home. Right. Um, <laughs> Love Plus arcade colorful clip, one of two arcade adaptations. What does that even mean? Of Love Plus. <laughs> colorful clip? Um, your PlayStations end with a machine putting out a picture, and you can share that picture now with fellow boyfriends. I'm not quite sure why. Fellow boyfriends. You would want to do that. <laughs> But there's a Love Plus Photo Club now. Um, mm-hmm. This is like a virtual dating simulator if you don't know what Love Plus right. is. Um, the funny thing is, so it's a photo sharing site and um, it shows the photos in order of most recent uploaded and popularity. Mm-hmm. But the, there, there's only, aren't there, there's only like three girls, right? There's three girls. So right. it's like, what's the, how many different. Maybe, maybe the angles, you could adjust the angles. Right. I guess so. So Hiroko, Does I this have here the three most popular <laughs> Love Plus photos. Uh-huh. Um, this is an audio based medium. So uh, can you describe. <laughs> To the best of your ability, describe what the three most popular, and try to explain why, from a Japanese perspective, uh-huh. these might be the three most popular right. photos. So, okay, the first one is a girl um, wearing a Santa Claus outfit. That's okay. kind of like it's yeah, July, okay, but okay. <laughs> go 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 ahead. Yeah, so that's probably the costume. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Is it low cut? Is there a cleavage or nope? No, just very innocent. It's it is very a skirt, innocent though, right? with a peace, peace, peace sign. sign. Okay, yeah. she's doing a, a macross pose because I'm a nerd and I know this. Oh, okay. <laughs> so nice. How is that? Nankari's. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. Okay. It's the Minmei pose. Oh, the Minmei. <laughs> okay. Next one is a close-up picture of a girl wearing a bikini. Okay. Now you see her cleavage. All right. This one. There is a very obvious reason this is popular. Really? Her, boob, her boobs are big. Her oh. boobs are big, and then that's not the only reason. Oh. She has a baby face. Like she looks ah. very innocent. Is she blushing? Uh, you, you could say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It She's looks like bl- she see, blushing. Black and white photos, blushing with her breast exposed. Right. It's that combination of yeah. very sexy, but doesn't kind of know. Exactly. Yeah. On accident right. kind of thing. Okay, and yeah. finally? <laughs> the finally, the third one is a girl in a bunny suit. 
Um, okay. And you see a lot of skin in this one. So I, when you say bunny suit, <laughs> let me see. She has bunny ears. Okay. Well, that, I guess that's the so only it's, thing. It's, it's not like a Playboy ears. bunny suit. No. Well, no. It's, it's kind of like a bikini sort of ish. Yeah, it's type, a bikini, isn't it? But bunny it ears like and little fluff balls and. She's wearing thigh-high stockings. Ah, that's another reason. Um, as well. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's obvious. Like, the people who play this game play it for one reason, and then that's just to look at boobs. Well, I mean, it's a dating well, game. How do you, ex- how do you <laughs> explain the Santa Claus? Santa okay, Claus. so there's a, a, a small portion that loves JJ, cosplay. Love Plus audience is much more colorful <laughs> and Seriously. varied than you, you can, would. Yeah. yeah. I'm you sorry for... pigeonhole them like I'm sorry. that, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but seriously, I think we could do a whole podcast dissecting um, <laughs> and uh, Japanese sociology based on Love Plus. It is weird. Girls play it too, which is also weird. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. I've seen them on what? trains mm-hmm. playing Love Plus. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What uh, I what ages? I don't understand that. <laughs> like, uh, you know, uh, full adults. Really? Yeah. I and you know they 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 may be into girls or maybe not I don't know or maybe they're they're wishing that their husbands or significant others would do these wonderful dates with them <laughs> yeah. but they're not getting them wow so they're living yeah. vicariously I mean I say it was diverse audience but I didn't it is diverse I didn't really mean it I mean yeah. I, <laughs> I mean I, wow it is diverse well um, diverse enough to get uh, it seems like a bundle maybe possibly, possibly. 3ds bundle JJ why don't you interpret that because I don't even understand okay so the producer <laughs> Producer uh, Akari Uchida tweeted uh, just before the drop of the 3DS price mm-hmm. uh, that um, you know he, he he basically poses a question. It's NMD N N D N space D, and then like you know, guess what goes into space? And like the, oh, the I have no idea what you're talking. <laughs> the about. Main, so the main character like is a like, crazy homeless person <laughs> on the street. So like, we have a there's code. A thing, the and government there's code. N D N R. But people are basically guessing that it's the N3D, and NND and NMD are like the initials of the couple of the girls' names. N3D. N3D. Nintendo 3DS. So why would that mean that there's a bundle? Because those two girls. I don't know. It's that's okay. That's okay good. So that's what people are speculating. Okay, so it's a 3DS version. I wanted to be sure that this just objectively made no sense, and it wasn't just me looking at it. That, that <laughs> it didn't. It, yeah, it's people are speculating, and it's probably going to happen. The uh, Love Plus is one of the biggest games on the DS platform. Oh, well, and you can see why. their boobs in 3D. So. So oh, the, the the tweet starts off saying that the 3DS starts right. To I, I said that. <laughs> Why weren't you paying attention? <laughs> yeah, I was hearing that. <laughs> I was trying to figure out your special code that the aliens were using to, through the oh, dog only, that only, talks to you. Only my love plus brother, brothers would understand. Right. Well, um, uh, finally in 3DS land, this mm. is kind of a sad tale, but um, there's a Capcom game uh, that is a very Japanese, Nazawaku Yakata. Yeah. And it's a, a what would you call it? Like a I don't know, like a variety game? It's like a horror-themed WarioWare with crazy sound. It's like a mansion that it takes place in. Yeah. Right? And the games that I saw, one of them, you like you're massaging a girl. It's almost girls. Back. <laughs> I saw you're that massaging, too, yeah. right? Um, what was the other the ones that were in uh, Famitsu? Um, were they? Was, uh, there was one with the girl in a maid outfit. Mini games, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, um, but they're selling the demo, right? Which I, they just say that it's the game's first chapter. So I don't know if that's significantly bigger than your normal demo. Yeah, I don't. know. But it sounds suspicious and weird. I, if this happened in America, there would be like. 
rioting in the streets, torches and pitchforks. <laughs> um, it's 200 yen, um, which is I about, really want to try this game because it looks really interesting, but I'm not going to pay 200 yen for about, marketing. It's about 250. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is sad because it is like, well, I wonder what this game is. It's a new IP. Right. You kind of have no idea. Um, it almost makes you feel like they're testing the waters, and if like the demo won't sell, then they're just going to give up or something? No, I don't they're really just, understand. What's going to happen is they're going to take this demo and release it for 200 yen on the iPhone and then release the rest of the game in chapters. I wonder. Well, they did say maybe. that it seems future chapters may be under consideration for download. Um, mm-hmm. So if it's an episodic game, that would make more sense. If there's only like four chapters, maybe it would make more sense. Mm-hmm. The full game is 4,800 yen, which is about mm-hmm. 60 bucks. Um, I, I, that's kind of weird though it's not very well explained um mm. what's going on but mm. potentially uh dangerous if you like me enjoy free demos yeah of course <laughs> right um but capcom, it all started with xbox live they've been doing inter- you know capcom's been experimenting in that area with mm. the line between demo and mini real game right like dead rising 2 and that sort of thing and mega man so. legends 3 was going to have a that's quote right. unquote beta that was for pay so prologue-esque yeah. was more prologue-esque all right well speaking of capcom um the playstation 3 version of the upcoming um resident evil revival selection is going to include like digital versions i think we talked about this before of the two resident evil archive books which are really thorough comprehensive kind of oh. um uh, histories of the series and the people and whatever. That's By the cool. way, Resident Evil podcast coming up. I think in two weeks. We have to wait for John to get back, but mm. we were going to do it this week. But John, John has to be here. So um, anyway, um, that's the exclusive to the PS3 version. The 360 version. You guys, you guys know what the bonus is. Uh, that, that the proprietary that PlayView thing that allows you to view those digital books is a Sony proprietary I thing. Oh, so what do you that think that the 360? Oh, well, I, I think I know because oh, I read it? it. It's like a Leon. You get a free Leon avatar jacket. Sh- jacket. Yeah. yeah. You, get his bo- <laughs> you get his bomber jacket. Dude, I want to wear your av- On your avatar. I, I want to wear that jacket with my situation abs. By the way, the situation abs from Jersey Shore now, you yeah. can buy these as DLC. They're white. Yeah. No matter what the color of your avatar is, <laughs> oh my God. they're white. Oh, and he has them pulled up. Yeah. So you have like a black, it's not like a picture of like a black, bald, black avatar. <laughs> hold, and he's holding up his shirt and it's white. He's like, <laughs> by the way, I'm secretly a white guy. It's like Frankenstein or something. Yeah. Like, I'm just creepy. really, really tan. Like, I just feel it's like a low point in gaming that there is a situation abs. Yeah, I feel like even talking know. about it, we've given it power. I was going to tweet about it, and I'm like, you know what? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to feed... I don't have to tweet that. ...the machine, yes, because right. you only make it stronger. So, um, anyway... That's really unfortunate about the 360 users who only get a jacket yeah. when PS3 users actually get full downloaded versions Gamers of. don't read. It's too I bad. would challenge that. At least they're I getting disagree. something. Um... So now then, what else? Um, coming up, now we've got a couple. Um, well, actually, before we get into that, we didn't. We haven't talked about uh, Evo at all. We're talking about Evo. Capcom. Yes. Street Fighter Four. So good. So Evo was amazing. JJ, how was your Evo watching weekend? So people that don't know real fast. Yeah. Evo fighting game tournament takes place in Vegas every summer. Mm-hmm. Um, basically like the world championship as far as competitive fighting gaming goes right um 
started by like Seth Killian from Capcom and um, uh, some other guys. Yeah, some other guys, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really big streaming. There were a lot of st- amazing matches. They broke this records year. this year. It's like eighty thousand people yeah. at once wow. watching the finals. Yeah. Um, so it's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, they do all these qualifying. It's kind of like it's kind of like a World Series of Poker. They basically start. Right. Well, I mean, any tournament. They start mm-hmm. with a big pool. Pools of people who've qualified to get. I there. think for Street Fighter Four this year was like two thousand people or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and then it just they filter out, filter out, filter out, and then they have a winners bracket and a losers bracket. If you lose once, you fall into the losers bracket. You still have a chance. The winner of the winners bracket fights the winner of the losers bracket right. in the finals. Um, they had Mortal Kombat, uh, which we talked, we mentioned last time, and you said <laughs> JJ like, yeah, watching Mortal competitive Mortal Kombat is just not fun. I just, I just don't like it. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Like, how can it not be even watching old Mortal Kombat? I thought that was, uh, you know, exciting. Sure. And so they they, they had a couple of different streams mm-hmm. uh, through the whole event, Evo did. And um, I had the Street Fighter one on on Saturday our time, Friday America time. Right. I was watched watching pretty it. much all of that. Oh, it was ama- It was yeah. awesome. The commentating was made it, yeah. basically, because I'm a lapsed Street Fighter player. It didn't really, I mean, I kind of got what was going on, but like... The analysis was great, and they right. didn't assume that you knew everything, but they mm-hmm. also didn't treat you stupid mm-hmm. as you know as ignorant either. Commentating made that, yeah. I, I have to say. Um, anyway, was watching that. I'm like, this is great. Switch over to the other feed, Mortal Kombat. I mean, it, <laughs> that's the only way I can with the audio like convey. It was you're exactly right. It yeah. was awful. It was a joke compared to like the fluidity and the back and forth and the give and take of Street Fighter and kind of how natural. Yeah. It's just like waiting for something to happen and it's just people spamming things. Exactly. Then... People spamming things over and over and just things coming out of the top and bottom of the screen. It just looked goofy and glitchy right. and mm. silly. I don't yeah. know what it was about it. I, I do want to watch the finals because I could have been just watching two sure. shitty players for it could, all It's know, very so. possible. Um but also there was what Blaze Blue, Bla- Blast Blue, um, no Virtua Fighter, no Virtua. It's that's not. It's almost never. I don't. I mean, maybe it was there once because it's, as an exhibition. That's just sad though. It's not. Well, it's big not. In it's it's not a, a global game, and in even in Japan, it's the popularity is waning. Uh, though the guy who won the Street Fighter Four competition was a Virtua Fighter player. That's right, and Japanese guy. Uh, yeah, his name is. Uh, 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 Blank. I'm going blank right now, but um, he's a big Virtua Fighter player, and my friend was telling me the day after he knew he he knows the guy, mm-hmm. um, and Your he was telling close personal friends, well, not not close personal friends, but he's my friend David is was huge in the American VF community. Uh, his no, he was known as S Rider, um, and uh, he was telling me this guy like sucked for a long time, right. and he was like. You know, I'm gonna come back and beat you guys, and he like disappeared for two years, and then just started winning tournaments. Like a rocky training, yeah. Apparently, this guy is just like he's like a, you know, he goes into the dungeon and he comes out like Superman, right? And that's <laughs> what happened with Street Fighter, right? Well, Nobody knew he was gonna be that good, but he was that good. I will mm-hmm. say the tools available now, I, you know, just on the uh, in the aftermath of Evo, actually, as it was going on, I got interested. Was watching YouTube tutorial videos and stuff. It's pretty nice and impressive yeah. the the resources out there to kind of walk you know wade you into hardcore fighting if you want to but it's mm-hmm. like the rabbit hole is deep right like mm-hmm. you can see it from the start it's like 
okay, am I going to dedicate, especially here in Japan where the average arcade player is still pretty damn good. Yeah. Right. You got to put in some time to practice. It's like anything else. It's like, oh, I'm going to go learn karate or something like that. Right? <laughs> it's like, it's going to take some time. And, so and, and basically it, you practice at home and then go to arcades and fight with people that's right. a lot that's 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 exactly what most people do now. i see yeah. there's mm-hmm. a there's a, you know and it shows a huge difference in the amount of people playing fighting games whereas like you know when virtual fighter 4 evo came out there was a okay size thread on gaff mm-hmm. but you know it didn't really last long but like you know they've got street fighter 4 tournaments constantly going on gaff now and right. just like you know huge threads people get super pumped for news on Marvel vs. Capcom 3 updates and stuff like that. It's People just like, know all of the players, yeah. all of the contestants. Us, obviously right. not, because none of us can even remember the name of the guy who won <laughs> the tournament. Fudo. Oh, right, okay. So, so the big news, though, was that Daigo, who's the one guy, the, the Japanese player, Umehara, right. who most people know, even if they don't really know, fighting games, lost. And lost in in style. Right. If I Didn't even make the top three. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah, he was forced, He was expected but. to win this tournament for the third time in a row, mm-hmm. basically. And uh, he got knocked out by uh, a Korean player and then the American guy who got into the finals. And uh, Latif. Latif. Yeah. Um, that was amazing, too. And I mean, right. he got he got perfected. Yeah. Somebody pulled a perfect uh, on him. Uh, Punko. Punko. Yeah. From, uh, yeah, that was amazing. And like the pageantry. Right. Unko gets up there, chugs <laughs> an energy drink, throws off his badge. I guess he's done that before. I'm pretty sure it was a Red Bull. Yeah, he, <laughs> once before he got up and like took his belt off and threw his threw change out of his pocket for right. some reason. Right. I don't know. He's just kind of weird, <laughs> kind of a weird guy. But like you know, they, there's lot. The, the crowd ate it up. Everybody was on their feet. You know, right. even before the the match. Started. The great thing about it is just like there were so many stories that went along with the tournament, which is like really important to getting into it. Like you, hmm. you had people, players that you wanted to follow, and you wanted this guy to win, and then like it just it was really great. And right before the tournament, there uh, G4 released a uh, documentary. Um, uh, about right. a Street Fighter player, yeah. and it was really good. Who, I, uh, Mike Ross? Mike Ross. Yeah. Mike Ross. He didn't do too well this tournament, No, he got knocked out pretty early. Yeah, but, you know, it was great. I got, like, super hyped about uh, uh, Evo because of it. And, like, mm-hmm. if... I, I forgot what it was called, the name of the thing. But just, like, it's a Mike Ross documentary. You G4. can find it if you search for G4 Mike right. Ross. Yeah, Google it up. I, I watched like half of it. It was really good. I want to I want to finish it. Right. Just kind of shows you him, you know, practicing. It shows right. like the, it has interviews with his dad. It almost like it's a superhero story too. <laughs> it is. Like, it because is. he he breaks his leg or arm or something uh, skateboarding. Right. Well, I forget what it was. It had to be in a whole body cast. Mm. And so his dad bought him a Nintendo because <laughs> he felt sorry for him. It's exactly <laughs> like <laughs> fucking Genesis. Well, it's just like any super- story you would hear during the Olympics or something. Like that, right. You know? Right. Yeah. It's true. And it is the uh, any sporting uh, event, which you know, esports, call it sports or whatever. But the thing that's going to get you into it or not is the people. Right. Right. And the stories mm, behind it. True, and the yeah. people who like I like Daigo, but he's a very known as to be a very you know quiet. cold, quiet, mm-hmm. reserved customer, which is cool in a way. He's not showboaty and you know whatever. But at the same time. You get more into it when you have the person, right. the crazy personalities mm-hmm. out there, and the people that are willing to look like idiots 
and you know are willing to like uh punko if he would have <laughs> right. done, done that and then gotten beat like he looks like a total asshole right like, <laughs> right so but i you know this this year's evo i just, it was great and it gets it gets better every year you know yeah. i watched it last year and the year before mm. that and uh you know i feel like within five ten years this thing is going to be on e- at least espn2 i hope so yeah not mm. ESPN eight, the Ocho, the Ocho, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, we had it on here at work yeah. on because it was our Monday, right. and we were all gathered around eating lunch, watching it. Which and was and you know, awesome. last year I skipped lunch to watch the Eva finals as yeah, well. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but uh, something else that came out of that is um, Street Fighter producer. Well, this followed up uh, after Evo tournament was that Street Fighter Four Arcade Edition twenty twelve version is coming out. Right, it's going to start testing. Uh, late summer desperately needed because like the top 12 or 16 of street fighter 4 was like yun 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 well it wasn't as bad as people thought though in the end in the end it was yeah yeah, there was a a couple of vipers but there was a lot it was more mixed than they thought and it was more mixed than tekken which was all bob yeah like bob is an awesome character though six of the nine people it's an awesome character design but when he's obviously that overpowered apparently yeah. like six, was it six of the eight five of the eight i think finalists were Yikes. him and the, the final match was a bob on bob mirror match well and it's very pretty <laughs> fucking boring to watch and, and it was kind of similar for marvel's capcom 3 like everybody had either like a phoenix or uh eh, people were saying that but it was more mixed there was a lot of phoenixes there, well, of course granted there was that and uh, yeah but not but, a lot of sentinels though as a lot of people, when the f- game first came right. out, everybody was using Sentinel. That was one of the interesting things to hear him talk about the game yeah. evolving and stuff like that. That game, watching that game is like, fuck, what the it, it is hell confusing. is going on? I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> but there was a, there was a lot, like the finals for Marvel were a lot better than the finals for Street Fighter. No offense to Latif, he did a great job, but... Right. There was a lot of drama, yes, and that's it was true. just like when he came back with trombone, I was like, oh my god. Right. It was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but uh, back just to finish that up, um, Ono, the uh, the producer said that, oh I oh yeah, it's going to be in our face at the end of the summer. <laughs> um, I kind of want to get Street Fighter. Yeah, I did. I kind of want to start playing it. Yeah, it's gonna take a lot. It's gonna take time. <laughs> gonna take whatever. Yeah, you guys um, have practice matches in the office. We could Johnny. Johnny in turn, right? Is like, and John also bought a copy. Regular John, but John owned it. Regular Johnny John. actually was like inspired by Evo. Yeah, I'm going to try this and play this. And is playing <laughs> the, other, it the other day he was asking me on Skype, "How do I do an ultra?" And I was like, you just do the motion twice in the buttons. And he's like, I'm doing it, but it doesn't work. Yeah. It's like the, the entirety, like one fifth of the entire internet is right. dedicated to teaching you. I flat out asked him, like, have you played a fighting game before? And he had. He had. Oh, okay. You were about to scare me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've got skills. I have... I have He's dormant skills, skills. <laughs> yeah. under Mark the ice. Skills. Hey, I was a pretty damn good virtual fighter player. Really? Well, uh, but that I doesn't really... Well, you are going to need to... Put your money where your mouth is. Uh, okay, Dude, I would so love Mark, to. That's you and fun. Milky, which is better? Well, Milky, I don't know about Street Fighter. Any 3D fighting game, Soul Calibur, Virtua Fighter. Uh-huh. I, I could take Milky at right. Fighter. Street uh, Fighter 3, he would rape me as well. Really? <laughs> I think old school Street Fighter 2 or Championship Edition. Well, Street Fighter 3 is a different game from Street Fighter 2. Right, right. No, of course. They're yeah. all very different. I but, have another question. So yeah. Milky and Shane, which is... Better. Oh yeah, that age-old question. So James Milky works at Q Entertainment, or Shane Bettenhausen, who 
is now just about to put out El Shaddai mm-hmm. over at Ignition. Um, yeah, it goes back and forth as far as I know. Right. I, think I they talked would, to both, and yeah. then both of them tell, tells me that they're better. Right. I want a <laughs> fair judge here. I want, I want you to tell me who's better. I would want to see. Yeah, we should get a video of them playing and have it analyzed yeah. by experts. Um, so let's talk about TGS stuff now and stuff related TGS. to TGS. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing is one thing that's not going to... <laughs> be before TGS um, uh, is probably not what you're thinking. Oh. oh, this is not what you're thinking. I oh. don't think. Oh. Dark Souls. It's only, oh. it's only delayed a week, guys. Oh. Don't worry okay. about it. It's only delayed well, a week. It was going to come out in Japan September 15th. It's now going to be September 22nd. Closer to my birthday. Hint, hint. Um, speaking of from software delays, um, where's that other one? JJ, you printed all this shit out. Oh, it's, it's all crazy. On, like it's either on the same page or the one. Anyway, well, it's our Armored Core Five. Armored Core Five, which was I want to say October, or the beginning of October. Um, and now is next year. And the, the interesting thing I thought about that was they said that the reason that they're doing it is because of uh, beta tester feedback. That's great. Which is fan fucking tastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think anyone played an armored core game, including the people who made it, <laughs> until it was like a box in the stores, judging from how it controlled. Right. But we talked about it before. The video is actually of that game looked, looked good. awesome. Yeah. It, your your character looks amazingly mobile. Right. Even for an armored core game, mm-hmm. in a lot of crazy different ways. I'm curious how the controls are going to suss out on that. Mm. If that's not just crazy weirdo who can do great playing gun you know, Valkyrie playing it. There, yeah, right. There are people who can make gun Valkyrie look easy. Exactly. So. Um, but so the thing you guys were moaning about, <laughs> I- I'm guessing <laughs> it's not going to be at TGS. I, I think Final this Fantasy. is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Final Type. Fantasy. Uh, what is it? Bird. Type Zero. No, not no. Type Zero. Type Zero. Type Zero is coming out pretty soon. Uh, final versus thirteen. Thirteen. Get thirteen versus. I like. I really feel like uh, that game doesn't exist. I don't. I don't. It, it's th- a figment in someone's imagination. I feel, I feel like Nomura is just fucking with Square. He's <laughs> just like making new trailers. He's like, hey, give yeah. me your money. So um, Nomura basically said that that's not going to be there. He did say that Kingdom Hearts 3D was going to be playable. Oh wow! There. That's big. Um, for the- 3DS. CS Rhythm. Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm, theater rhythm. <laughs> is uh, the music rhythm. That is a game I want to I want to play while I'm at e- uh, TGS. Well, that's gonna be okay. there. Yeah, um, I, I consider it a blasphemy against everything Square once stood for, but <laughs> I'll I'll play it. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll give it a try. Thirteen <laughs> two. That was at E three. That'll be there. Yeah, that'll be there. Um, and Type Zero uh, will also be there. Type Zero is gonna get a downloadable demo actually uh, today. Today. Yeah. Today. So that should be interesting. We'll check that out. There was um, uh, already there were pictures of the main character's panties on the internet. Of course there were. Yeah. What do you expect? <laughs> it took them this long? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> um, Nomura had strong words for Kingdom Hearts 3D saying that the quality is at the level of a console game. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. So this is the Andrea saying like uh, no, but the, the, my, the, the funny thing, this is the, yeah, the uh, translation of the magazine article. I'm not bagging on Kingdom Hearts here. I'm just had strong words for Kingdom Hearts 3D. It's not like the going shitty so far Nintendo as to DS saying one. that the quality would be at the level of a console game. <laughs> okay, like uh, okay, uh, yeah, well, we weren't expecting it to look like an iPhone game or like uh, <laughs> the DS VMU game. game. Yeah. Um, anyway, he says it's going to have the flashiest motion of the series so far. <laughs> so is everybody just going to be making like crazy like? 
poses or something? No, like, apparently you can run on walls. It's a rhythm walls. game. Didn't you hear? They're all going to be like mm-hmm. at a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You can run on walls, JJ. Really? Yeah. Apparently that was shown in the trailer and he's saying all that stuff we showed in the trailers is actually going to be in the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Square and TGS, um, Keynote, actually there's three Keynotes, but mm-hmm. uh, one of them is going to be, uh, let's see, where is it? Is going to be done by Square Enix CEO Yochiwata. Um, mm. His speech titled, roughly translated from Japanese by AndreasSang.com, The Essence of Game Industry Revolution. Revolution. Or How to Sell <laughs> Deus Ex in Japan, <laughs> which I would yeah. like to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And then uh, following Wada is uh, Sony Worldwide Studio President Shuhei Yoshida, who's actually was on Twitter recently. We were talking about this, um, remarking, asking people... He was posted a URL that Sony put up on their mm. community site here in Japan in Japanese, asking people what other apps, non-game apps, would you want on your Vita? Microsoft mm. Excel. How would you guys really? That's <laughs> for me. How would you guys answer that? What, what, what would you guys want? I mean, uh, besides the obvious things, let's say obvious things include calendar, clock, alarm clock, alarm right. clock, weathercast, one weathercast. Monster? Would you want now? Would you want? Would you use? Here's my thing. What would you use? You, I mean, you're still gonna have your cell phone. You're right. still gonna have your that's iPhone. Problem. What do you really want to have? What does your Vita gotta have? That's not a game. That's an app. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's not already an app. It just sort of shuts down. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's it's gotta take over my iPhone to be useful for that. Well, let's thing. just say it's not gonna do that. So, is there anything that like? Think. Remember, you got it back. Touchscreen. Yeah. Right. Is there something that you use your iPhone for besides games that could benefit from the different, the the nicer screen, better graphics? I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that know. there is an answer. Well, like searching for stuff. I mean, it might get a little easier to search or like um, look at websites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Scrolling, Web browsing. Scrolling Web Twitter. Browsing. Scrolling right. Twitter from the back. Could be a different experience. So I would I say I would, yeah, I kind of, it kind of would feel actually. Better, yeah. I would say I would like a Twitter app just yeah. because I don't have to put down my Vita. If I can, oh yeah, pause yeah, the state, true. go to Twitter, look yeah, at if stuff, like, and then if go like back. Twitter could just be like an overlay, like when you press the home button or something. That would be right. pretty. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm and if you're able to like copy and paste, um, through like whatever you you're watching, and just bring that over to Twitter, or you or automatically like post screenshots of what you're playing. That Bam. would be awesome. Now we're talking. That mm-hmm. would be awesome, Sony. Now we're yeah. that happen. Yeah. The, the other thing that I think would be cool to have would be some way, like some GPS system, so that you could scan the area for other people playing Vita systems. I think, I think they're actually, they are going to have something. They are going to that. that. that yeah, is, they have that is the thing. something like that. Is, um, they mentioned Near, briefly at E3. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, stuff like that is especially here in Tokyo and Japan. Yeah, is gonna be is gonna. There be was big. a cool thing they announced about that, like people can like drop items on the GPS, and then you can like stumble upon the item and then get it, like physically. It's, it's hmm, that some some interesting like uh, AR in games the, in reality. Well, no, like an like if you want to pass an item to a friend or something. I don't know. It's weird, right? That would be crazy. That I would could like crazy. leave you like virtual breadcrumbs like yeah literal, it would be the most like awesome treasure hunt ever <laughs> yeah. i i think we should make awesome tokyo based yeah treasure hunts we cool. already have our game we're not going to say what it is in this podcast but yeah. we were talking about oh, it yeah. just before that is a bazillion dollar <laughs> idea we're going to make that happen actually vita that would 
the Vita could well do on it. the Vita. The Vita yeah. could do sure. it. Uh, more on that later, folks. Um, <laughs> but um, back to um, to Tokyo Game Show, um, the and uh, the Vita. Um, the release date was revealed for the Vita is now uh, since our last podcast. They said Sony announced it's not going to be um, released anywhere but Japan this year, um, this calendar year. Sorry, everybody who's not in Japan. And I was like, wait a second, what happened to Holiday mm. on Twitter? And a lot of people correctly were saying, now they never said that it was going to come out uh, anywhere else. They, the messaging has been consistent. And I went back and watched the video at E3, and yes, mm-hmm. when they first, because when they first announced it, they did say in one territory, and mm-hmm. we all were talking about mm-hmm. maybe that's Japan. At E3 is very kind of because they say uh, Kaz says at E3 during their keynote, you're going to be able to play that this holiday, and then he's like, goes right into the price, and it the first price is in dollars because you're in America right. or whatever, right. and so and there's no distinction, and it's the three territories, the three prices. He did never did specify you'll be able to play it if you or it's gonna you know mm. be available in Japan. But anyway, that's a long way of saying that they're probably gonna make a price announcement. And they clarified further that it sounds like it might be at TGS that price announcement. Maybe price during announcement. that keynote. Yeah, I'm sorry, the date, date. announcement. Yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my notes are all mixed up, JJ. Your crazy double sided <sighs> print. Sorry, I'm trying to. I'm trying to save the company. God damn my- it. Trying to save the planet. Here it goes, proud of me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, the, if there's pauses and a lot of a lot of this <laughs> between stuff, you guys, we're, ha- we're, we're, we're having scuffles. Hey, you know, uh, speaking of TGS, that new movie of uh, the new character from uh, Anarchy Reigns, yes, is pretty cool. Why is that speaking of TGS? Uh, because that is actually, I was thinking about games I want to play at TGS, and that is definitely one of them. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. So you, yeah, you were. Ex- excited about that weren't you i'm i'm just like i'm i don't know what the game is like it, it's a versus thing but it kind of looks like spike out third person versus like not shooter but kind of brawler yeah third person brawly but like i see like you know jobber type you know no name red coats that you can beat up as well well maybe there's a campaign uh, see i'm hoping that there's like a spike out type like 3D battle action campaign like in full Kamiya style and that would be awesome. So this is Anarchy Reigns from Platinum Games Platinum and the Games. new character is Durga that Durga. you're talking about. He's a, I mean he's a very anime looking dude. He's got a gun for a leg. That is pretty cool. Like what's her name? That from, looks like a what's duck. Name? Bayonetta. <laughs> no. From Bayonetta. Oh. Well yeah. she has shoes. Oh that, that girl from No More Heroes. That's true. Her too. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah, which yeah. is a copy off of Kill Bill? No. No. I don't Close. know. Grindhouse? Uh, Grind- I haven't seen Grindhouse. You haven't, really? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, Ro- Rose McGowan's... Uh, I think No More Heroes came character. out before that, though. No, yes. I don't think so. All right. I would bet you. Internet, prove us right. I will, me, no, right. you're wrong. I would bet you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah place a bet. Um, mm. It's it's tribute, I'm sure. I'm yeah. thinking. Um, so, yes. Uh, Square uh, will be at TGS. Disgaea 3 Return. Woo. For the Vita, which is a port of the this makes me mad PS3 game. Why does it make you mad? I like I'm a I'm a fan of the Disgaea series, and Disgaea three is kind of like the black sheep because they released basically a PS2 game on the PS3, and by releasing but this on the they always v- do that. No, because <laughs> yes, it is. And Disgaea, Disgaea four finally had like PS3 res sprites 
and all, all the things that people want expected from Disgaea Three. I've seen movies of that game though. There's not that's not PS3 Dude, level. It's it is better than it, it's what a came lot. Before. It's a I'll, lot I'll better give than you that, but it's still not PS3 level. It's a lot better. And now they're putting it on the the fucking Vita. You got this great game or a great looking game that would look great on the Vita, and that people you know may have been you know more inclined to buy four than they would another three. I feel, mm. and they're totally dropping the ball with this. Well, I'm and sure they're doing this first because they, they, they want to feel it. I well, no, know. because no. They, what, you can't sell four and then go back and sell three. Yeah, you want your Dragon Quest three. three. Order. Fuck three. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, it is going to have four new scenarios. They take place after the main storyline. Uh, have different main characters. One of the four scenarios have two new characters. What's to give people like the uh, condensed milk version of this guy? What is this guy? Uh, the primer. JJ Dis- I mean, Disgaea is a strategy RPG with really stupid AI, but it's not really the point. The point of Disgaea is... it's intentionally is, stupid AI. Yeah. <laughs> the point of Disgaea is to get your, your character to level 99 9,000 times. <laughs> okay. And get stats that are in the quadrillions. So just to like grind like hell, grind like a grind. Well, and and cheat the system. You don't have to. Yeah, you basically there is a system to each of these games, and depending on how you cheat the system, you could kill an enemy and level up a hundred times. Right. Okay. And uh, but anyways, yeah. Like the the goal is to get like attacks that do one trillion damage. Wow. Yeah. Wait, literally one trillion. Yeah. And there are enemies that have one trillion hit yeah. points. Oh, see now that's just. I kind of liked when Paper Mario took it back and was like, you're going to do two points of damage. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to kill things right. with two points of damage. Yeah. And when you get up to like doing 50 points of damage, that's when you are like a super badass. Right. You know? I mean, it gets well, I mean, like, the game starts out with like doing seven, eight damage, whatever. Right. But right. just you like... It just gets nuts. Yeah, you, yeah. St- you start out the game doing relatively normal yeah. strategy RPG stuff. And if, you, if and you beat the main story, you will... It, it'll be like any other RPG. But then when you get into all the extra stuff, it's like... Right. That's when it gets like crazy. The main story is pretty standard strategy RPG stuff, and your but levels, it's funny. It's fun, and yeah. your levels won't be crazy at the end of the main story. They'll be high, but they right. won't be crazy like some people. Yeah, well, the, the real. I, I put a hundred and fifty hours into the original Disgaea. Speaking of one hundred and fifty yeah. hours, that's roughly how much time I've spent compounded updating my PlayStation 3's firmware. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you I know, I, I kid the PlayStation 3's firmware. I used, I, I used to be. <laughs> Like the opposite of you, I didn't care at all. Yeah, but now I do care. It's a lot of people. A lot of people doubted me when this is like 2006 now or whatever. I was saying like this is ridiculous. Why Mm. can't you just update what's anyway? I can go on about that. But so version 3.70 comes out. um, uh, The a lot of people picked up on the um, PlayStation Plus, you know, added functionality for automatic. Trophy syncing and wow. save data cloud upload, which oh, is, that's kind of cool. is cool. The second that's part cool. is cool. Um, but uh, the more exciting thing, I think, for us people whose PlayStation Plus membership is going to lapse as soon as the uh, program that we got it for right. free uh, <laughs> does, um, is that it added this like functionality for PSP remaster. Yeah, uh, games including Monster Hunter Portable Third HD, which comes out on the 25th of this month here in Japan. Um, it's got stuff. One th- kind of cool thing I noticed: it's got uh, you can turn on or off 3D, but you can uh, select between seven levels of 3D depth. Wow, wow! It's kind of like a little like slider, a, yeah, slider, yeah. little 3DS slider. You know, if I had a 3D TV, I would 
totally be excited. Put shit out of that shit. Yeah. Um, there's also a PSP remaster ad, ad hoc mode because, of course, you need another right. ad hoc mode. I've got two now. That'll be number three. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's built into the system. Is it not? I don't know. Turn this on. We'll let you use ad hoc mode while using ad hoc party. There's a screenshot here. Uh, I believe. Yes. Yeah, the update also makes it so that you can transfer your PSP and PS3. Hey, that's a Konami only remaster thing. Remaster Yeah, I know. I'm a, I'll send them a dime for okay. using the uh, <laughs> term. Um, so, yeah, update your PS3. No. Also your PSP. Nice. Um, I always forget to update my PSP. I had to update I my 3DS last night yeah. twice. Like, why, why can't they just make the newest update the update that I need? Like, I had to right. update yeah, and then update silly. again. They only offer uh, yeah, yeah. an update from one to the next because that's otherwise silly. they have to make it from this to that one each time. It's. Well, nah. I know, I know. You're preaching to the choir. Um, speaking of Monster Hunter, Poka Poka Feedline Village G, Poka-poka. which is one of the more ridiculous named games out ever. <laughs> uh, and it is amazing that they're making a G version. Which uh, apparently, is, it sold well. In Monster Hunter parlance, that's like a. Like a Gaiden, like a like a dash mm. version, it's, it's, it's turbo a, version. It's a point five. Yeah, um, of a kind of a weird hybrid. How would you describe it? Spinoff, Monster Hunter spinoff. Right. Um, it's Monster Hunter Crossing. Yes. Yeah. Sort of like <laughs> Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, Monster Hunter theme park also. I want to go. Me too. Did you see the size of that fucking? Yeah, they're like full one one scaled dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. Awesome. Where where is it? Uh, Universal Studios Osaka. Oh, right, Shit right. Down. We talked about yeah. this. Not, not Osaka, <laughs> but Universal Studios Osaka. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe I we'll want to go. Get down on oh, no, not 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 right now. No. It's too goddamn hot yeah. to mm-hmm. go anywhere, especially Osaka. Yeah. Um, have you seen any of the Monster Hunter HD commercials, by the way? I have. How, how are they? So they're all right. Um, they're they, just like they, celebrities playing them again? Like, yeah, I'm level one, basically. I'm level 6,000. And they, they added, um, what's her face from Morning Musume? Uh, Yaguchi? Not, not Yaguchi. The, I'm not going to know. Uh, nobody knows. Nobody yeah, knows. The one with the boobs. <laughs> There's only know. one of them with boobs? <laughs> well, she like, you know, took naked pictures. Oh. Gotomaki. No. Gotomaki, yes. <laughs> She's like, recently came out as like a Monster Hunter fiend. Played on uh, Frontier on Xbox Live for tons of hours. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, she's kind of selling herself as a video game. Speaking of playing for tons of hours and boobs, um, Resident Evil uh, Operation Raccoon City. That footage went up on YouTube (laughs) of uh, 30 minutes. Horrible. Adventures in Mudland. This is a public service announcement. If you saw that, that's not what the game looks like. It's not actually that choppy it doesn't yeah. actually look like it was recorded over Ustream. Mm-hmm. um it doesn't have weird like cuts to cosplayers yeah you just just i think that would make the game more interesting <laughs> google up some some real videos they're out there from e3 mm-hmm. some h you can see a, a a better look at it um but the uh the bigger news 40 minutes not 30 but 40 minutes 40 um of the uh, skyrim demo from skyrim. quakecon came out um it was not supposed to be recorded, but yeah. they didn't seem super aggressive in getting it taken they down. They took down the first one, but like I found it easily. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was at QuakeCon, so the audience was just eating it up. I mean they were It was like they were like crazy. It was kind of scary. Soccer fans. I was scared. British soccer fans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were they were calling for blood. They saw like a deer. Yeah. In the first ten minutes. <laughs> like, 
kill the fucking <laughs> Like I felt so bad. I, I felt so bad for the guy doing the presentation because he's just it's like Tom, I'm Tom doing. I'm, uh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, don't feel sorry for him, man. He's that. He was like he's loving that. There's I'm sure he was, but at the same time, he's like I'm just trying to go through this demo, dude. Guys. That guy for really 40 minutes. For 40 minutes, he was a god. <laughs> he was a golden god. I guess that's true. Controlling. When do you get? When do you ever get a crowd of that size watching you play an RPG and cheering along to everything <laughs> you do? That is a good point. I mean, yeah, that's but like the like, dream for like him. For as 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 far as like getting to do your uh, job. Well, yeah. yeah. So it was weird because they're like the crowd saw water and they're like, ah, go into the water. <laughs> and so he had to like kind of go over and walk into the water. <laughs> Cause you know those demos are totally like just like going going down the the, the long walkway. It's just like straightforward. Don't get out of the script. Well, I, I mean, with that kind of game, that game, I don't think it was that scripted. And it, it's kind of the start of the game, so he probably has an idea of what he's doing. Right. But it was you know the audience saw the deer and they like it was just like they wanted the deer dead and then the deer ran away and, he, and the audience was like calm down again so he, he, he turns and the starts the bloodlust has subsided yes. no, he starts looking for the deer again and then he finds it again the audience is like it was crazy so the one thing I will say the game looked gorgeous yeah looks amazing yeah. I'm hearing lots of real good positive buzz I'm you know, a fan of that series I watched a video of uh, Oblivion before it came out, like one of these same types of demos, Uh and they made the game look really good, and I turned out hating it a lot. So So, you you hated Oblivion? Oh, I hated it. Really? Yes. Why? Because there was like no direction. The AI was stupid. Mm -hmm. The uh, NPCs said nothing worth value. (laughs) You could punch them in the face like several times and then talk to them and they'd be like, hey, how's it going? (laughs) And then they would like, they would be like, oh, cheery. And then the next second look at you like you just killed their baby. (laughs) Like it just made no sense. Did you ever play Fallout, by the way? No, I didn't. You haven't played the most recent It was like the, the world made no sense and like. I had AI characters that would just like run into lava and kill themselves <laughs> for no reason, and it's just like a lot of people let this stuff you give slide. Up certain things. I do. The, I do not for let the this open slide. world ambition. But see, and, and of these games. on top of all that, I feel like it was too open. Like I yeah. need a little bit of direction. Like I, you, you know, more, the, the, yeah. the story was pretty terrible. Like you're in a jail cell, and then the king comes in and is like, "You are in my dream. <laughs> <laughs> Come with me into this se- this like." Cavern inside of your cell. Okay, that, and that then, king is Patrick Stewart. In fairness, he right? was probably drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and and then like you know, I was you know, I thought it was stupid, but I was kind of digging it. And then like you, <laughs> what? It was, stu- like I was stupid. I was stupid, but I was digging it. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. And then like you're released out of the real world, the the full world, and like everybody has their oh my god, it's so open. Yeah. Moment. I I kind of had it, but then I walked into you're this like, area. Horrible, horrible <laughs> freedom. <laughs> So like I was like, give me a hallway. Where am I supposed to go? I was still, I was still grooving on this. And then like I walk forward, I cross a river, and like I'm in these ruins, and like these crazy frothing weirdos like start attacking me, and I die. And I'm like, retards. I'm not saying. Okay, there's not retards in Oblivion. Right. No, well, what world? Mm. No, but what? They kind of. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So you know, and like I get attacked, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm not supposed to go here. I don't know what's going on. Right. I just I I thought it was really stupid. You like walk out into a path though. No, I think you're just walking out into a field. So you really were like, oh, this is too much for me. I want to be guided. I want to be in my hand. I feel like games like. 
do need a little bit of direction. Right. Well, and there is in these games, there is like a main path, and they've gotten better actually right. about pointing you down that path. The most fun I had with that game, and I gave it several chances, is when uh, I was accepted into the Assassin's Guild or whatever. Yes. Like the secret, like I'm, I went to sleep, and then like this guy came to me in my sleep and was like, "Come and do this and kill people," and I was yeah. like, "This is cool," <laughs> and I was enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, but everything else I hated. Mm. Yeah, because it was a nice little like direct path. Yeah, 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 I can dig it. And it was a, it was an interesting kind of storyline too. Well, I, you know, my problem was more with the combat with these games. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like it's the, like p- yeah. playing bumper cars. Yeah, it's weird because you don't know how far. I I was thinking about this. Nobody's really done to my satisfaction first person brawling or melee right the combat and. Um, a lot of people have a couple games that they point to, um, but yeah, I don't know. And I, seeing the combat, seeing it here, I was right. kind of like, combat looks kind of janky, but maybe it's just me. And I got like a resounding answer on Twitter where it's like, no, it's not just you. The combat is janky. But I would like to play it in third person. The game yeah. is worth it. And you can. Yeah. You can play it in third person. Yeah. Um, fully in third person. And, and, you know, thank God not everybody in the game looks like an oldly, uh, an ugly 70-year-old woman. Well, we'll see how many voices they... I mean, that is one of the hard things with that game. You have so right. many people, and it's so large. You know, I open. actually... I, I give them a pass for the voice thing, because yeah. I know how much that costs, but still... You right. Know, they, and it is amazing ugly. that they have the amount yeah. of voice and the amount of just sheer scope of these things is, is what people play it for and why people love it. And it right. is amazing in that respect. Um, speaking of giant, giant scope... Brendan, Xenoblade Chronicles mm-hmm. is out next week, uh, August 19th in Europe. It got moved up, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, week yeah, or think. something. But uh, you still trudging through? I'm still trudging through it. Yeah? <laughs> I'm still like 75 hours in now. I haven't Good played Lord. too much. Wow. And Jesus. I, I have that to be honest, I'm getting tired. Like really? it's, it's, it's getting hard for me to go back and play it now because I don't think I'm near the end. I have to be somewhat <laughs> really? near it. I read a fact. Can you go back and just concentrate on the story stuff now and say, that's what I'm going to have to do because just like the idea of sitting down and doing any more quests on that game makes me physically ill. I just, (laughs) I it like the game is fantastic. It's wonderful, but it's too overwhelming. It's maybe too much of a good thing. Mm -hmm. So at some point and I, other people I've, I know playing the game have the exact same at some point you have to have a come to Jesus moment and be like, just finish the damn thing. Right. Like, stop. Stop with the exploration. Stop with the quest. Just just, just watch the ending with. on YouTube. <laughs> or no. you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so, um, something else that we're not playing is um, Final Fantasy Tactics uh, iPhone, which finally came out kind uh-huh. of, like, surprisingly after mm-hmm. a long lead-up. On 8-4 day. Suddenly came out, yeah. yeah on 8-4 uh, on day. On 8-4. On People were calling that last level day on uh, Twitter. Last level day. Yeah. Hey. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, but apparently it doesn't run well. The UI is it's choppy. Jank. The UI is, yeah. It's None like of us have played it, to be fair. We're going right. off of iTunes uh, and reviews, from which what are I, uh, sketchy. I, I, saw the, I saw the video. It looks like a half-assed port. Like, I mm. just... After all this time, why? Like, I feel like Japanese developers aren't taking iOS seriously. And right. Square's putting games out, and they're putting a little effort into it, but I feel like, you know... This is a great game that could have been great on the iPhone. Which is but, how I felt about Secret of Mana. And yeah. also when you're charging 15 bucks for something, like, right. it better be 16. fucking good. Yeah. 16 bucks. Yeah. Was, and, and it's one more than that? Final Fantasy Tactics, was, wasn't it? 
I think it was sixteen. It was sixteen. No. Eighteen hundred in Japan. I, yeah. It was, oh, okay. oh, that must be what I'm thinking. It was eighteen hundred. Right. Nine ninety nine on the PSP. With more, with more content. Right. With more content and better controls. That was my best uh, uh, Shane impression. But now. maybe <laughs> that wasn't very good. I didn't oh, get sorry. it. Um, iPad version maybe will come out and have you know super nice redesigned high res something or other. Maybe I, we'll I'm holding out hope. It. Maybe if I own an iPad 2, it'll run well. Mm. I'll try it on my app, iPad 2. I mean, assuming it doesn't just get excoriated on iTunes the moment it comes out. <laughs> excoriated. excoriated. That's, yeah. that's pretty good. Good word. Um, Peter Moore, now CEO of EA. The God. Makes me very happy. Yeah. Good for quotes. Uh, like, Dude. this is just a good thing all around. He yeah. needs to be at all of the EA press conferences. I think I feel like he should do... Every press conference. I feel like <laughs> Sony, Microsoft, and All Nintendo yeah. it should just be it should just be Peter Moore. Yeah. It's like he just shows up you on know. stage. He's like, Hey guys, this is what this is what Nintendo's got to offer. I'm gonna give you the best presentation I can give you yeah. and give you the stuff and you decide, but I'm going to be the I'm gonna be the MC. I'm gonna be just natural and comfortable and mm-hmm. gonna talk you through this whole thing. He's gonna have shitloads like, of tattoos. You see him <laughs> <laughs> he would he would he'd be tatted up. He'd have he'd have his whole sleeves. And then you see him get off stage and kind of run. He doesn't get in a car or anything. He physically runs to it's the next like, location. Right. It's like those twenty four hour uh telethons of Japanese TV where you always yeah. see like the people rushing to the uh-huh. next thing. Yeah. Konami press conference should be Peter Moore. <laughs> I yeah. you know, P- me Peter Moore and Tech with, with Peter Moore about transferring or whatever. <laughs> it would be right. fine and then he'd just run off screen and go into the next thing like yeah screw like you know hiring bad comedians you got Peter Moore come on right, Mr. Mr. Caffeine somewhere a yeah. tear <laughs> going is down that really he calls face. himself Mr. Caffeine what was it was it I think, I'm pretty sure that's what it is oh, it's God. just like ugh. Okay, one thing anyway. Peter Moore's already saying was that uh, Wii U will not be a quote transitional platform um, he's kind of talking up th- their online it sounds like whatever's happening, Nintendo is either is bulking up their online or they're letting EA do whatever the hell they want because um, EA has been pretty outspoken saying like that they're listening and they're doing what yeah. people want to do. He's saying, you know, he Peter Moore admits online was not a factor with the Wii, uh, as you know, although they had capabilities, it just wasn't there at the level that the Xbox Live and PlayStation um, Network were, but um, he says now I think Nintendo totally gets that multiplayer building community co-op play, having the ability to bring games uh, that are deeper. All of these things are now very important. So hmm. it'll be interesting to see if this is just glad handing or yeah. if there's... I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, truth behind this and Ubisoft saying the same thing. Um, that sort of thing. Speaking of Sony... And Sony, well, Sony. happy anniversary, Bungie. We should say they. Oh. This is late because yeah. it's actually seven seven is Bungie Day, but they released a twentieth really? anniversary vid doc that um, you should all watch if you haven't. It's like an hour long history of Bungie. It's pretty cool. Cool. I mean, I remember the uh, one Blizzard released uh, on their anniversary recently. That oh, was I pretty don't cool. Think I've seen that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Bungie manages to try to make themselves sound like underdogs, which is pretty amazing. Given the, I mean, they well, are, you know, back when they were making like myth and stuff, of they course, were, yeah, absolutely were. Now they are the eight hundred pound gorilla, and yes, mm-hmm. they did give up Halo, and you know that's a big ballsy step. Sure, those yeah. guys, those guys have definitely made a gutsy move, mm-hmm. breaking off from Microsoft or not playing it safe at all. But I mean, on the scale of underdogs, you know, they're pretty safe. Yeah, back. I mean, yeah. they got a couple. 
big flops before anybody's going to throw them out on the street. Um, you know, in mm, them, right. but, um, I forgot to, an image from oh, yeah. their, from their, from their game. Um, you didn't see it. It's no. like a deserty kind of thing with maybe some, like a wind farm or something like that. Uh, but, interesting. Uh, wow. Yeah. But those uh, guys, I don't think can make a bad game. They might, they might make a game not up to their own standards, but right. I'm yeah. really, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I enjoyed their games before halo. So you're not a big halo guy. I'm not a big, I, but no, well, let's, I'm not a big halo guy, but I still think it's a great game. Right. Oh. I gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but uh, just an aside, uh, in that Blizzard video, a uh, friend of the company, Alan, uh, whose last name I'm forgetting, Blue Mohawk Alan, is oh, used yeah. to work. Apparently, used to work for Blizzard. Huh. Really? He was in the. We he was in the video. Different friends who, yeah. former eight uh, four employee from Andrew way Vestal. way yeah, back, Vestal. works at He's Blizzard. Like, right. But this is like before Blizzard was Blizzard. Okay. Yeah. Well, old school. And it was hmm. just a little snow. What's that little? Before Blizzard was Blizzard. <laughs> Before Blizzard. And finally, um, the Tester Season 3 is now taking applications, video applications, JJ. Yeah. Um, and this time, not. it's still called the Tester. I love this. It's still called the Tester. <laughs> but like, I think they got the message and the jokes that... That it's such a shitty job. Yeah. Like, why would you compete to become a tester? <laughs> and so now, even though people really would, and it is a, a foot in the industry. People did. David Javi, kind of start that way. But now you you compete for a production job at the world famous producing Studios. Producing coffee. So that gets the producers <laughs> was already taken, so they couldn't really take right. that. Producing coffee. But, but um, yeah, are you excited? Uh, you know, I didn't watch the first two seasons. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, the first one was, uh, I think John watched the second one. I watched part of the first one. I will say they don't kind of really know what they're doing because the one guy, um, the most exciting cast member, uh, from the first season right. got kicked off in the very first episode. Oh. The most like Ooh. goofy. Yeah. See, I watched Hell's Kitchen and they keep those idiotic yep. retards I mean, there's stupid f- people around. <laughs> you really got something out for retards this I, week. I know. It's, it's a bad habit. I need to get rid of it. Uh, but anyways. Send them uh, email, but, folks. But they, but they, they, I, you know, I had an ex-girlfriend who had a, a Down syndrome brother, and he was great. It's a bad word. I shouldn't say it. Um, anyways. Wow. Yeah. Got serious here. So. I know. Like, um, he might be listening to this. What, what do you think? Yeah. He's, he was thinking when you... Maybe, Hi, Tim. He probably turned off the... <laughs> He probably turned off the episode after the <laughs> Oblivion segment. No, right. I, you know. Well, okay, anyways, um, poor guy. Uh, but Hell's Kitchen—they keep those stupid people who are good for TV around yep. for a long time, and yes, that's what sir. they should be doing. Yes, sir. That's all it is about. Who else would you want to watch? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to watch? You got to keep a couple normal people for you to empathize with in their plight, so they can be the straight men, basically. Right. Exactly, battling the crazies. They need someone who can actually win it. That's basically what it comes down to. Well, um, I think that's it for this episode. Um, thank you guys for thank all taking part and You're being welcome. a little more verbose to make up for John's absence. Um, he'll John will be back next episode, which will probably be if you see us soliciting questions uh, on Twitter and whatnot. That will probably be our Resident Evil anniversary podcast. Fun. Uh, yes, fifteenth anniversary. It's um, finally happening. Podcast. So. <laughs> 
yep, we're going to get a bunch of questions together. We might do call-in thing. That would be cool if we could work that out. I don't know what the time we, I mean, we, we do have a Ustream account. We might have to come in at 3 in the morning in order to do that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't actually make it here at 3 in the morning. <laughs> well, if you want to let us know uh, about questions about that or anything you heard here today or just follow us um, on Twitter, I'm at MarkMacD. Hiroko84. Running Beyond. S-P-R-S-K. And uh, Hiroko, where can people find the show to download um, it or give feedback? One up, one Up's website. That's right. Um, our, uh, uh, our website, um, Facebook. We have a Facebook page. With our website, 8-4.jp. .jp. We're mm-hmm. hiring. By the way. We do have a Facebook oh, yes. page, and we are yeah. hiring. We yeah. are, yeah, yeah, for a project manager. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's also there's a uh, post describing that position. Are you a bad enough dude or dudette? Website. <laughs> that's right. Um, looking for somebody. Hopefully, well, I won't go through it, but yeah, check it out on the website if you're mm-hmm. if you're interested. Um, and yeah, NeoGaf. There's usually Neo-Gaf, a yeah. thread there if we you want to chime guys. in on uh, what's going on. Um, but I think that's about it. We might have something special from our friends at um, uh, Play Asia oh, next right. week to mm-hmm. working out maybe some kind of uh, deal with them, or mm-hmm. we might be able to offer because uh, hopefully you know our audience probably imports a lot of games. It seems like a good fit, so we kind of wanted to give back something to our listeners. Um, give back. What what are our listeners ever given us? Love. We, we love. Give, love. Okay, that's they, true. They and and iTunes us. reviews. You know, that's true. The the good ones give us yes. iTunes reviews. We have a mm-hmm. high batting average for positive comments in video game forum threads. Don't jinx it, JJ. I'm sorry. You just screwed it. You just JJ. screwed it over. This episode was not good. Oh my John, God. John wasn't here. It's not the same. It's not as good as it used to be, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Um, a lot of TGS stuff coming up too. We're gonna mm-hmm. have two episodes: one before the show and one after the first day of the show. Uh, Garnet Lee at least will be around. Hopefully Shane. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, some of the folks from One Up, Jeremy Parrish, um, Malion probably. Um, anyway, th- look forward to. We'll announce more plans. Yay! Mm-hmm. Um, around that for that time soon. But uh, that is about it. So for everyone here, um, who wants to sign us off? I think I guess, Brenda does. I guess I do. Just a, a character voice from Xenoblade that is rings in my head constantly. Miki! Mm-hmm.
headphones on. Ah, uh, hello, hello. If you can hear me, congratulations. Way to go. Way to go. You made it through. You made it through. You spent all that time, and now you're done. You did. That's quite an achievement. My, my gosh, you, you looked a 20-foot carnivore right in the eye, and you've lived to tell about it. Well, you are something. Thank you. Thank you for, for sticking with it, for not giving up. That is really something. Now, you know what you should do? Turn the thing off, for, for, for heaven's sakes, and go outside. You know, breathe the air, take a walk, call a member of the opposite sex. You know what I'm talking about. You know, you have a whole life, life out there. Get the stink blown off you. Just... Just go. Go, really. Turn off. You. I mean, I mean really. Turn. What was that? Hello. Hello. Okay. I go. I go. 